0: Hey friends, thanks for tuning into Living Single in Atlanta. I'm your host, Angelica. Grab your glass of wine and whatever you're drinking and meet me in the living room. Let's talk about living single. Today, we will talk about Are dun, 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 dun. men intimidated by powerful and successful women. I have my wonderful, hot, and successful co-host, Liana Moore. She is a graduate of the University of West Georgia and an aspiring physician. She has used her scientific enthusiasm to create her own plant-based food business, Lay Vegan Delights, based in Atlanta, Georgia. And she focuses on holistic healing through health detoxes. Liana also invests in the community by offering fitness training with Lay Dream Team Fitness and financial literacy through Lay Financials. She has been on the front line working in healthcare through the COVID-19 pandemic and in the emergency room at a cancer treatment facility. Let's welcome my young, beautiful, ambitious, and intellectual co-host, Layana Moore! How are you, girl? Thank you for having me. I am so excited. I'm excited that you're here too. Thank you so much for joining us. What you got going on? What you drinking on over there? I know I got some wine. What about you? (laughs) Well, you know how I am. So
1: I have my inflammation juice here um, that I'm drinking on just to kind of help me unwind after a workout today and, you know, kind of help with swelling and stuff from Lay Vegan Delights
0: okay all right girl well we're just gonna jump right into it okay so do you believe men are intimidated by you because you are powerful and successful like are men intimidated by powerful and successful women do they feel like they need to be the one in charge by being powerful and successful and the breadwinner like what's what's your take on that
1: um well First of all, I wanna say that's a great question. And (laughs) I actually believe that when a man does not have his things together, like as far as his career path, even, and it's not even about having an actual career because you know, I feel like at our age, we're still in the growing stages. Exactly. As you said, I am an aspiring position, So even though I have not made it there yet, I am constantly doing things to ensure that I get to where I would like to go. So as far as intimidation, I honestly feel like that comes, that stems from just knowing that you're not doing what you need to be doing in order to become that successful man that you want to be or person, you know, that you want to be. A lot of times I feel as though men are intimidated by me because I am a passionate person and I like Mm. to pursue multiple things at once as far as businesses. So, you know, a lot of my time is consumed within, you know, feeding into the community and helping other people. And so, you know, financially, also, I am being compensated for those things financially. So a lot of times I seem to run into men who may not be as financially stable as I am. And I do feel like that brings a disconnect and a sense of insecurity, which causes men to feel like you are superior to them. That's what I was going
0: to say. Do you think it's more of them being insecure, the reason why they're intimidated?
1: I definitely feel like insecurity plays a big role in the intimidation of a man and dating a woman, especially a woman who is making more than them and a little more successful than they are.
0: So like, do you think it's a way that you can allow them to kind of feel like they're in charge, even if you are the breadwinner as a woman? I do feel like there are tactics
1: to handle that situation, to make a man feel as though you're not trying to dominate over them. Mm -hmm. But there are some things that people can't change. Like, I mean, the hustler in a woman or a person, whomever, you know, but since I'm talking about myself, the hustler mm-hmm. mentality that I have, the mentality that I don't need an alarm clock to wake me up, my passion wakes me up. Mm. That's, you know, that right there is, those are just things that have been in me forever. That's just how I'm made, that's how I was built. So I feel like, sure, I mean, okay, I don't feel like finances. Should be everything in a relationship, but you ask me that question, it comes to a point where I'm like, I can't rearrange my life or my style of living or my hustle to make somebody feel like they what they're doing is okay in my eyes, or you know the because sometimes it's mediocre, and I feel like when. You know, we've all been in the stage where, you know, we maybe were living paycheck to paycheck, or we were trying to figure out what we needed to do in order to make extra money, to save extra money. I feel mm-hmm. like everybody has the same twenty-four hours a day. That is true. And the way that I'm hustling, I just don't feel like it's any kind of way for me to rearrange that to make you feel better about the situation. I mean,
0: exactly, you shouldn't have to. I mean. Like you said, everybody got the same 24 hours in the day. Get what you got to get and keep it moving. You should be able to match my ambition. I mean, that's how I feel. We should be able to match each other's ambition. So do you think men cheat Because their significant other is too busy chasing goals and chasing dreams. Do you think men cheat? That's one reason why they cheat? (laughs) That may be, that's probably not the only reason, but what do you think?
1: Okay, so this is a very interesting subject. I have experienced in multiple relationship situations just as this. They cheat because they say that you don't have enough time for them or you're busy, you know, working or doing positive things in the community. Um, And they feel as though you're going to leave them. Oh, I've heard that so many times. Oh, when you blow up or when you get there, you're going to, you know, leave me and you're not going to want to be with me. You're going to find somebody else. So that's your excuse you know so i've run into that situation a lot of times and most of the time they cheat down they never go find a ceo of another company or a high-class business owner or somebody who's doing well for themselves they seem to find someone who needs them who they can call up and they come running they don't have any additional responsibilities or they have nothing for themselves that they're really trying to accomplish so they're feeding into them fully You mm-hmm. know, so I, yes I do feel like being that you're busy or doing things that may involve um, you know be, you being distant from them they do find a reason to cheat will that be the only reason no once again I believe insecurities play a
0: part yes. of that
1: as well yeah,
0: that's, that's just an excuse. So, that was going to be another question Have someone ever cheated on you? But you answered that. So, the next question would be Did you stay? If so, what made you stay?
1: So, Angelica, I have always been the type of person to try to understand the other person. Um, you know, I want to understand from your standpoint what made you do this you know so as far as staying no but you know trying to get a some type of closure yes yeah so no i have not been in a situation where i actually stayed with the person but i did try to get an understanding of closure because my thing is at the end of the day nobody can force you to make a decision to cheat but you know, going forward, as far as just self development and um, you know self growth, I feel like me conversing with you just to get a better understanding of what may have caused you to go, you know, to that point, could help me in my developmental growth. You mm-hmm. know, could help me to expand to be a better person, Absolutely. so that if it is something that I can work on going forward, because you you've blown your chin. But, you know, going forward into another relationship, I want to take that, you know, criticism and, you know, flip it around to make me a better person. So as far as closure, yes. As far as staying actually with that person in a relationship, hell
0: But since we are talking about, you know, being powerful and successful and financial or whatever, are you comfortable with helping your significant other financially if they are, if they need the help? you know, like, Hey, you know, I need, can you help out with my rent this month? Or, you know, I thought I was going to have it. I'll pay you back next month. I need a part of my car fixed. Like, are you comfortable with helping your significant other financially like that? Okay. So
1: if they are my significant other, that means that this is an exclusive relationship and it's just us two. So, um, yes, I'm, yes, I am comfortable as long as it doesn't become a habit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. So, mm-hmm. you know, I do understand that people fall in hard times. I mean, for instance, we're living in a pandemic right now, COVID-19. Right. You know what I mean? And it has caused over 7 million Americans to be jobless. So, of course, I understand that certain circumstances do happen where you may fall short and need some help i mean who's going to date somebody that won't help them at all that's not a relationship you know when i feel like when i'm in a relationship we should be helping each other because i would expect you to be able to do the same for me if i'm in a situation where i feel like you know or where i fall short but it's not because of my shortcomings it's because something in the world has occurred that has caused me not to be able to work. And I also know people get sick. And sometimes you don't have sick time, you know, but you need to be off. You know, like, I, I understand things like that. So, mm-hmm. yes, I do not mind as long as it is not a constant thing. Now, when it becomes every week, every month, that's the problem. problem. Absolutely. Because I'm the woman in this relationship, right? And you want to be treated like a man. Mm-hmm. If I'm taking care of you like a man is doing a woman, then I'm the man. <laughs> So you're not going to get that same respect, okay? So, yes, I don't mind helping, but it don't need to be no habit. Right. I, I feel you,
0: that. <laughs> sure. Okay, so are you comfortable with asking your significant other for help? Like some women, you know, might have too much pride and, like, I'm going to figure it out. And some women, like, I need help. Can you help me? Okay. Like, how, are you okay with that? Are you comfortable? <laughs> Doing
1: no, that? I'm definitely not comfortable doing that. Right. Uh, I haven't, I don't think I've ever been comfortable doing that. I mean, I have to really be like in a situation where I don't wear out all my resources to do something like that. I mean I agree. And it's just because of the way I was raised. So first I'm gonna try to figure it out myself. That's why I believe strongly in having at least seven sources of income. Right now I have eight. So I just believe that you need to have multiple sources of income because if you fall short in one area you need to be able to pull from another area Mm. but you know the way I was raised I wasn't raised to ask anybody you know for help you know I was raised you know you be independent you get out here you do this you figure it out for since I've been an adult I've always worked at least two or three jobs or had multiple sources of income to where I could sustain myself so no I'm definitely not comfortable with that at all
0: yeah I feel you just growing up my mom has always found a way where she didn't have to depend on anybody so it's really hard for me to depend on somebody and that's that's part of the reason too you know with living or living single I guess you know like you have to allow a man to be a man and sometimes they want you to ask them for help Okay, so are you willing to turn someone's potential into success? Or like, are you at the point where we too old for you to have potential, you need to have it together?
1: Whew! <laughs> well, I need to catch my breath. <laughs> um, Yes, this is, this, this is it right here. You ever <laughs> been sitting at church and the pastor started preaching and you know he talking about you? <laughs> this is me right here. <laughs> Girl, so, ooh, I am at the point where I don't want to have to do it, but I seem to find myself still doing it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that, that's the the problem, you know. So, you know, sometimes you meet someone and they are an outstanding person, you know. They may not have everything that you feel somebody should have but you know they're working towards it you know so like maybe they have a car and have somewhere to live but they still struggle to get the bills paid
0: right
1: or maybe they don't have a car and have somewhere to live but you find yourself having to give them rides you know what I mean it's like a a thin line Mm -hmm. so with that being said to answer the question I would love to find someone uh who has everything together at once but a lot of times it doesn't happen or either that person is stuck in their ways and Mm -hmm. it's hard to deal with them um or either they are you know they're hard to work with if that makes sense so that's what I've discovered here in Atlanta Mm-hmm. Because I've not dated anywhere else. Like, I've not gone anywhere it, else. Yeah. But I find a lot of potential here in Atlanta. Atlanta is the city of potential. Yep. Okay? It's, yeah. it's, it's The women-to-men ratio is already crazy. But the potential is, like, skyrocketed versus the reality.
0: hmm
1: So I find myself in these situations. I would, you know, of course, primarily prefer to have somebody with their stuff together, um, you know, but uh, yeah. I better just stop there,
0: but yeah, so. Okay, do you think your significant other can make up sexually for what they are lacking financially, or like, if you ain't got your finances together, it's not gonna be good, like, the intimacy will not be good, like, what do you think about that? How do you feel? Hmm. So I feel like
1: maybe in a younger mentality that may have, you know, been okay. Mm-hmm. But when all that's all said and done, when you're done with that part, that night, that moment, we still got the same issues that we had before we had that moment.
0: Exactly.
1: You you don't know, you know, where how you going to pay for this or that. And, you know, I'm still in the same position I'm in, you know, helping you. So, no, I just, at this point in life, no, I do not think that, that that's going to make up for it. Because if I'm in a situation where I know right when it's over, you're going to ask me for some money.
0: That's I'm a turn off. Money. That's a turnoff. I can't.
1: I, right. Okay. So, you know, yeah, this is, you know, this is not modern day prostitution. You know, <laughs> you, up and you ask me, you know, for no. Um,
0: okay. oh, yeah. So that brings me to another question. Uh, besides the legal stuff, how would you define the difference between a relationship and marriage? Mm. Mm. so
1: <laughs> for <laughs> besides the legal stuff okay so besides the legal stuff the difference in relationship and marriage is stuff that you do for a person I mean my thing is of course you don't want to do a whole bunch of wife-like duties mm-hmm. for your girlfriend and you are not being shown wife-like appreciation e- until you get that ring it's just certain things that should not be expected of you or required of you to do.
0: So, how long would you be a girlfriend before you leave like like some women they're they're in a relationship for 10 years and they're not even engaged. Like what's your time limit before you say okay, you're not marrying me, I'm I'm out. Mm.
1: Okay, so I definitely am almost 30. So had you asked me this question back about five, six years ago, I probably would have said, I don't know. But now that I'm getting older, I don't have time to waste. My thing is, you know, we've all been through our dating stages. So I feel like at a certain point after a few years, you done decided whether you could be this person. That Y'all don't true. have enough sleepovers to know, okay? Can I tolerate this, this mofo leaving the damn? <laughs> Can I tolerate this mofo leaving his drawers in the middle of the floor? Can I tolerate these little dirty socks at the door? You know, stuff like that. You've already deciphered what you can deal with and what you cannot after two, three years or went by. So I don't feel like you need to be dating nobody for no 10 years, and I damn sure don't
0: feel like you need to be engaged to nobody for no four, five years. So when you go on a first date with someone, are there any topics that's off the table? like? don't ask me my credit score don't ask me if I was divorced like what? are there any topics off the table I gotta
1: lean back on this one <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um so I would say that I try to be tactful when I'm going on first dates because I'm very aggressive or so people think, but I don't think I'm aggressive. I think I'm just straightforward. But one of the questions that I asked, do you have any kids? I'm sorry. That's, That's a question. good question.
0: That's not off
1: awesome. the table. Mm-mm. Because a lot of times people don't volunteer that information and I don't have any kids and I need to know if you have kids and I need to know how old they are because I'm not dating nobody with no two month old baby.
0: You still, you still messing around with the baby mama. The baby two months, no. Mm-mm.
1: So that's one of the questions that's definitely going to be asked Um, questions not to ask would probably be something like, you know, not on the first date, uh, you know, did you have intercourse with anybody last night? Probably wouldn't ask that on the first date, you know, because I don't even know if I like you, you know what I mean? In order to ask that, my thing is things that I'm going to ask that I feel are important is we have kids do you live alone that's one of them questions that I'm gonna ask too because baby you still live with your baby mom okay y'all broke up like that. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to know do you have kids do you live alone do you drive did you drive here or are you on the bus are you do you catch uber how do you get around <laughs> where do you work is that your only job Do you have any additional sources of income? Are you, have you, did you vote? Do you vote? That's one of the questions (laughs) I need to know. Do you exercise your right to vote? (laughs) What is your highest level of education? You know, I need to know that too. And so those are some of the questions that seem to come up with those first like date scenarios um and what are you looking for that's one of those questions too that come up that's very important yeah are you dating multiple people are you just looking to have fun are you trying to get into something serious um you know stuff like that now what i won't ask on the first date is you know have you been tested for STDs? that's that like the third or fourth day for me <laughs> you know have you been tested you know what i'm saying and i you know that kind of stuff and like um uh, <laughs> you know just yeah you know how much savings do you have do you believe in savings you know stuff like that come up a little bit down the line okay those are the
0: initial questions okay is it okay for your friend to date someone you've previously dated hell no (laughs) What (laughs) what if it's somebody that Y- y'all didn't even y'all wasn't even intimate but y'all was just casually dating to see what it was like that's the note I agree I feel you I don't care if I, mean, I, I just some type like of interest in them don't dudes. touch mm. it's
1: too many dudes in this world for us to be sharing you knew that I knew agree it, you know, yes that was somebody I was talking to and that's why I don't cut folks off now I don't play that these,
0: these women out here be bold Especially in Atlanta. Especially in Atlanta.
1: Girl. Mm. I don't cut some. I did not cut a girl off last year for fooling around with somebody I was seeing. Cut his ass off too. Next. <laughs> <laughs> time. Okay.
0: So, what's something that you should avoid while dating in Atlanta?
1: Those friendly ass Atlanta niggas. I definitely try to avoid them the ones that they got to speak to everybody with a vagina and an ass that walk by.
0: That's a, That's annoying. That's Atlanta. Yeah. That is Atlanta, honey. All right, friends. If you need to refill your glass, please do, because I am. We're going to hear from some of our male listeners about um, today's topic. Okay? Via Instagram, one of our male perspectives, his handle is the real dj after dark he said it's like meeting a ceo of a huge corporation and your job is decent money but not six figures it could be slightly awkward but it's all about chemistry and confidence look at the series from back in the day so food the guy was just a normal ups delivery man and she was an executive it could be a lifestyle adjustment in the man's ego, but it's all about being yourself and not changing your personality to impress someone of that caliber. Either it's going to work out or it's not. Either it's gonna work out or not. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Another male perspective via Instagram. His handle is dat with the D underscore Q U E. Okay. He says. He says, I forgot Layana's a Delta, (laughs) guys. He says, it depends if the woman is down to earth and don't use her status or success to belittle her partner or anyone in that matter. This is not a woman thing. It's anyone with a flawed character who thinks money or success give them power to make isolated decisions. The ability to make these decisions couldn't possibly be the reason they are successful in the first place. However, sometimes the skill don't transfer well in relationships which require compromise. I think a female boss is sexy, especially if she keeps her femininity attached. If a guy is intimidated by a woman, he's probably insecure or her character became flawed along the way. Most likely it's both. I want to thank you, gentlemen, so much for your response. Your input is very appreciated. And I want to thank my beautiful and successful co-host, Layana for your wisdom with tonight's episode. Let's toast to your inflammation juice and my wine, girl. (laughs) Before we go, I have a quick game I want to play. Would you rather? Okay. Okay. Would you rather have kids with the last person you had sex with or no kids at all? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so Ooh. I would, I mean, <laughs> mm. I'm just playing. Uh, so <laughs> probably <laughs> sorry i'm trying to get together. um i guess i would say no kids at all
0: all right next would you rather be a successful or be with a successful man that treats you like shit or be with the man that treats you well but is financially struggling Ooh, definitely
1: the one who treats me well but financially struggling <laughs>
0: i know that was easy like who wants to be with somebody that treats you like shit because at the end of the day we independent we can go out there and get our own bag if we need to you know right all right, right. that's it for today's show our living single product today is lay vegan delights lay dream fitness and lay financials get your mind body and money together with layana Follow her on Instagram at layvegandelights and at layfinancials101. Thank you all so much for tuning into Living Single in Atlanta. This is a space for us to discuss our different dating experiences in the city. Make sure you follow me on all podcast platforms. (laughs) I can't talk, y'all. I have too much wine. (laughs) Okay, follow me on all podcast platforms and on Instagram at livingsingle.xo, and I will chat with you all later. Thank you, guys.
1: Thank you.